Welcome to Tax Cell Podcast, where tax cell investing is made easy. I'm Casey Dim, and I'm a tax cell veteran, the author of the Tax Cell Playbook, the founder of the Tax Cell Academy. I'm the leading tax cell expert and trainer, and I am your host right here on the Tax Cell Podcast. Thank you so much for joining me on today's podcast. This podcast is provided completely free to help teach you about tax cell investing and is made possible through the Tax Cell Academy. If you're looking for more information on investing in tax defaulted real estate, head on over to TaxCellAcademy.com and click on join. The title of today's episode is It's the Law. The truth is that there are so many different directions I can take this, but I want to start out with a story. So a number of years ago, when I really began to invest heavily out of state, I had a situation that changed my entire outlook on operating my business and the law. I actually had a couple extremely similar situations that happened just about simultaneously. But the one we're discussing today involves my lack of familiarity with an area. So as most of you know, I'm located in Florida. Born and raised here, and I'm intimately familiar with its markets, its laws, and all the local ordinances. But over the years, I've actually done significantly more investing out of area than I have locally. There are a number of different reasons for this. We discussed them a few weeks ago in our Investing Out of Area podcast. But for the sake of this story, just remember, I am from Florida, the land of the sunshine, right? Anyways, when I started to invest out of state, there was a northern state that sparked my interest. I bought countless properties there, including one specific vacant lot. This vacant lot was inside the city limits of an average-sized city. Now, at one time, it had a house on it. But that house had since been demolished. I don't know if it was demolished or burned down or what happened, but the house was gone. It wasn't an especially thriving area of town, but there were a couple of new homes going up nearby. So I figured that I would get the lot so cheap, I would just flip it to a local investor and let them resell it or build on it. I didn't have much money invested in the property. And truthfully, I kind of forgot about it for a couple of months. This is really before I had a lot of good systems in place to remind me, hey, you own this property that you need to sell. Now, mind you, when I purchased that property, it was October. That's the start of the snowing season in this state. By the first part of the year, by the time New Year's rolled around, that area was in its peak snow season. Now, as a Floridian property owner of this vacant lot, the fact that it was snowy season there made zero difference at all to me until one day when I received a letter in the mail from the city. I was essentially being scolded for not clearing the snow off of my sidewalk timely. Like any irresponsible property owner, I ignored it. That letter turned into a written warning, which I also ignored. That turned into a ticket, but not just one ticket. It turned into a ticket every single day of the week, Monday through Friday. Like clockwork, I began to receive citations every single day I checked my mailbox. If I skipped one day of checking my mailbox, I was guaranteed two tickets the next time I checked it. I looked at these tickets and noticed that they were all written just about the same time every single morning. The inspector drove by daily to see if I complied, and when he saw I didn't, he just write another ticket and drop it in the mail to me. Long story short, I had a few legal issues I had to deal with when it was all said and done. The point of that story, though, is to emphasize the importance of understanding your laws. To me, clearing the sidewalk of snow seems silly, right? I'm a Floridian. We don't deal with snow. We don't think about snow. But to the locals, my ignorance 
had the potential of really harming somebody when they slipped on that sidewalk or when they have to walk around that snow onto the road and potentially get hit by a vehicle. I was ignorant of that fact. So more importantly than just learning the lesson of being a responsible property owner, it reminded me of how crucial it is to understand the laws in the various areas that I invest in. That is my responsibility. Without those laws, I stand to get myself in serious trouble and potentially harm somebody else. So let's take a look at the three key elements of law that really impact everything that you do in this business. These are going to be intentionally broad ranging topics. So understand that they aren't meant to be a granular breakdown of every single law that could have the potential to impact you. The first one is the local real estate ordinances. This is what we just talked about. These vary substantially from one area to the next. The enforcement can really also vary. Some cities will completely ignore their own ordinance and others will take them extremely serious. Beyond clearing the sidewalk of snow, there are things like weed violations for unmowed yards, trash violations for loose trash in your yard, whether you put it there or not. Then you have structural ordinances that don't allow broken windows, that require doors to be secure, that decks are sound, that kind of stuff. Beyond that, you have special requirements in some areas. The transfer of real estate in certain cities require you to have an inspection performed on any structure there. That's written into the city law, the city ordinances. Otherwise, that structure could be deemed inhabitable or you might start receiving citations just because you skipped the inspection. Another example is transfer notices. In some states, the purchaser is required to submit a transfer affidavit to the county to let them know who you are, what your address is, and what you paid for that property. In some areas, you have 15 or 30 days to do this. And if you don't do this, you could even get a daily penalty for failure to file. Seems kind of silly. A piece of paper that goes to the county, the same county that recorded your deed, that has your name and all that information. But no, you complete that piece of paper, you mail it in like you're supposed to, like the responsible buyer in that area does, and you don't have to worry about those fines. There are a number of different local ordinances specific to real estate that you must take the time to learn before going into a new area. Ignoring these things in the wrong area or just taking for granted what you do in one area also works in the next area can certainly cause you a whole lot of aggravation. Speaking from personal experience there. Another aspect involves the tax sell laws. I've said it plenty of times that these laws are what we operate on. There is no other way to emphasize the importance of it. Without these laws, we do not exist as tax investors. These are the rules that we not only have to play by, but allow us to exist in the first place. Being a tax investor without the laws that we use daily is like being a pilot without having an airplane, right? You can't do anything. You can't accomplish anything without these laws. New investors often want to rush through the process of learning these laws. And many think that reading these laws are boring or just unnecessary. I had somebody the other day tell me, but those laws are so boring. Guess what? These laws, the tax sell laws that you operate by, they are everything. They're everything in your business. And just because you understand one state does not mean that you understand another state. Regardless, if they're even both the same exact type of system, tax lien, tax deed, whatever it is, every state is different. Some states have noticing requirements where you serve the notices. Some states have litigation periods. Other states require you to perform various tax. Every state is a little bit different. So please, please take the time to learn the laws. 
If you don't know where to start, I offer a tax law log. You can get a copy when you join the tax law academy. You can also search your state laws through Google and sort through and find all the relevant ones and learn those laws. Whatever you do, just understand how important they are. The last one are the laws that affect real estate in a general sense. And this is another one that I could go in so many different directions with, but we'll discuss the two most serious. The first part involves legal documents. We're dealing with real estate here, not something you should take lightly in my opinion. There are legal documents that are involved. These will be recorded in public records. These same legal documents, guess what? They'll be the ones that are on display in court should you ever get sued. Contracts, deeds, and everything in between must be done accurately and understood by the person signing them. If they intimidate you, then study them over and over and over. Schedule an appointment with an attorney. Have them explain line by line what everything means until you're comfortable. The second part here, the second part of the real estate laws in a general sense, involves the way you advertise properties. You don't want to get yourself in trouble for violating the federal fair housing laws. Making a little comment that doesn't seem like a big deal to you could violate the fair housing laws, and it could cost you some serious heartache. There are even attorneys who actively seek out people who make mistakes, who advertise their properties incorrectly and in violation of the fair housing laws. So be extremely careful how you advertise. This episode is to remind you of the laws because they govern everything. The fact is that it is extremely easy to work within these laws if you're aware of them. As with anything in real estate, the more you know, the better. That's part of the reason I strongly believe that a successful long-term investor is always learning. Thank you so much for joining me on today's episode. I truly hope that you found this episode helpful. Inside the Tax Law Academy, we do teach all the ins and the outs of tax law investing in a very comprehensive step-by-step manner. And you can get more information on joining the Academy by going to taxlawacademy.com and clicking on join. That's it for today. If you did enjoy this podcast episode, please take a few minutes out of your day to leave us some positive feedback on whatever podcasting platform you're listening to us on. Have a wonderful day. Take care. Bye-bye.